Fast snacks, fast food, fast reviews. Snack Masters Inc., a podcast served to you in 30 minutes or less. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Hello and welcome to Snack Masters Incorporated. I'm Dooner, here with the man who orders his cheese pizza, cheese tomato, hold the crust, it's MSG. MSG, how are you? Couldn't be better, man. How are you doing? I am doing good, and the reason I am is because I just read a news story. A fat enzyme breakthrough kept mice thin on a pizza and burgers diet. Can you believe that? That's big news, man. That's uh, good news for us fatties. Isn't that like the the miracle cure, right? That's what everyone's always looking for is a way to cheat at a diet or eat as much as they pos- as possible while losing weight. I mean, that's kind of the construct of why every single diet makes money. Because, I mean, the fact is, if you use something like MyFitnessPal and track your calories, you can lose weight. But you can't eat that many burgers or pizza when you're doing that. You got to, you know, you got to portion control yourself. And what fun is that? These mice get to have all the fun. Yeah, no, this is, uh, like I say, this is big news. And, you know, we'll have to see how it translates over to humans. But um, big if true, as the kids say. Interesting if true. So according to this article, which I can't read because my iPhone is doing... Does this happen on your phone when you click on news articles? Suddenly it takes you to, like, an Amazon gift card page? Half the things I click on send me to, like, an Amazon gift card for some reason. No. That doesn't happen to you? You don't have an iPhone? (laughs) No, I, I run Android because I'm an adult. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. No, I have the article. It finally came up. It's just that it keeps jumping back into the stupid Amazon gift card thing. But it says here that pizza, chips, and burgers can be consumed without gaining weight if a certain enzyme is reduced. Yeah, you can look it up. Copenhagen University scientists claim that eliminating the NAMPT enzyme in control mice kept them from, they couldn't get obese, right? Like their bodies would just eliminate everything excessive. That's kind of what I took out of this article, right? They're delete, how do you, I, I don't know how they delete the enzyme, do you? Delete, 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 delete. No, that's what I'm curious about. I mean, this, you know, the kind of like the Frankenstein thing, I guess people come up with good intentions and stuff, but I'm worried about the fallout, like what actually happens when you don't have that enzyme, all that stuff. But yeah, they didn't get into detail as far as how they got rid of that enzyme. It said the premise of the study by the university's Faculty of Health and Medical Sciences was that human bodies are extremely efficient at storing fat from food into our fat tissue. And of course, that's true, as everybody knows when you you overeat, you start getting a gut of them cottage cheese thighs. <laughs> but so the deleted enzyme is this, it doesn't say, and here's the thing, like how far off is this? Can they actually do this in humans? What a long-term effect? How, how do you do this? Like, how do you how do you just delete an enzyme? Like, how, how does that even work? This is so above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand it either. But I'll tell you what, these guys are going to be rich if if it uh, if it does work. I mean, people spend thousands on all kinds of medical procedures and and this and that to avoid eating healthy or exercising. It sounds like it could even cure diabetes and help prevent type two diabetes because the mice that had this enzyme deleted 
were also able to control their blood glucose much better than the mice who did not have the enzyme, just regular mice. Uh. So they would give them significant amounts of sugar, and their body, it just eliminates it. It knows not to, to process it. It sounds like it could be it could be a fairly big breakthrough. Although, I imagine mice metabolism has to be so much different than human metabolism. It's funny, too, because there's a picture here of, like, the control mice, which are just the fat mice, and then they, uh, the ones they call the fanco mice, and it's just, the, the fanco one is super thin. And the control one is all voluptuous. Did you see the picture of these two? These two mice? Yeah. They're a big fat mouse. And the other mouse is all like contoured and slender. Yeah, it's a good looking mouse. <laughs> well, you know, man, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that a good looking mouse. Gotta really fill out a red dress. <laughs> Gotta wear my red dress on television. I like thinking about the red dress and the television. And you ever see Requiem for a Dream? <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> we had that. We had that. Uh, we had one of those moments with this contest. A few people are like a Willy Wonka moment. We did. We did the Oreo show last week, and people on Twitter. I guess they found out we were interviewing finalists. So they started, random people started contacting us, claiming that they were the ones who submitted it. Little did they know that we had already talked to the winners, so we, we knew who was real and who wasn't real. But this one lady, I, and honestly, like, I felt bad, because I think that she just, I don't think she ever thought she was notified or was even trying to scam. I think that she legitimately tweeted, like, cherry cola or cherry coke flavor. So when she saw the flavor in the store, she just assumed that if that won, like, she would get a half a million dollars. She's a lot like, uh, I don't know, it just reminded me of, like, I'm going to wear my red dress on television. <laughs> Such a good movie. I took a girl to that on a first date. That is not a good first date movie. And on the drive there, I was living in Hollywood at the time, there was a white cat in the middle of the road that had just been run over, twitching, and uh, its fur had blood matter on it. It that date we didn't we didn't end up dating for very long after that. So it was a bad side. But you know what? We're talking cheese pizza. We're talking mice that can eat cheese pizza. And we got another contest flavor winner, right? New winning flavor voted the number one flavor by Cheez-It fans. This is another contest that I, I guess because we started this show. I'm sure this was voted before we started, right? We didn't really have our ears to the train tracks yet because I didn't vote on any cheese pizza cheeses. I probably would have, but I didn't. Did you hear about this contest? Uh, yeah, actually, when we were down in uh, Florida over December, I saw I went to a Rite Aid there and I saw the three flavors side by side. I think I picked up two of them. And this being one of them, yeah, but I didn't vote. I just, I voted with my, my wallet. What was the other flavor? Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, all right. Total recall. Well, these are Cheez-It Bake Snack Crackers. Pizza cheese, they're your regular, old-fashioned style of Cheez-It. Pizza cheese flavor. You're going to get 25 crackers, 150 calories, 7 grams of fat, 20 grams of carbs, 2 grams of protein. It's an orange Cheez-It, and it's got some sort of seasoning dust on here. I'm very excited for these because I love cheese pizza flavor and I love cheese pizza and I really want that enzyme to come true. <laughs> they uh, they definitely have a pizza aroma, right? Have you stuck your nose in the bag? Yeah, I am right now. And they do. I don't know if the crunch factor is going to be any better than a regular cheese it but let's give one a shot on the mic. Yeah, regular cheese it style, but very nice. Mm, very nice, you know. We talk about balance a lot on here, and this is one of those flavors that, to me, really strikes a balance. I was concerned when I picked these up that they would they might be too salty, because the bacon ones were way over-seasoned. And I know that they're trying to replicate bacon, but I didn't care for them at all. But these, I don't know, this these allow the flavor to breathe by not being so overwhelming. I would say it's more like medium scale. I know you like bold flavors. What are your initial impressions on these? Yeah, I think they did pretty good. Like I said, it doesn't hit you right off the gate. You don't get, you know pizza dust all over your hands or anything like that but you can definitely see it on there and uh 
when you pop it in your mouth, it does take a second to hit, but when it does, it's it's really nice. They definitely captured a good uh, good rendering of the cheese piece on these. You bring up a good point too. Some cheeses, some flavored cheeses. The original ones are great because they leave no evidence. You can go commit a crime after eating regular cheeses, and people are going to see your orange fingerprints everywhere. <laughs> If you get a lot of the flavored ones, though, their dust tends to leave evidence. It tends to get you know, stuck all over your fingers. But these ones, I've ate pretty deep into this bag. And my fingers, just with a couple wiping the thumb against them, doing a little snap motion, clean. Clean as a whistle. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to shake someone's hand. <laughs> We've discussed this before. Cheese, it's not always your favorite, but where would you rank these against other cheeses? I'd put these above regular Cheez-Its. I mean, I get kind of, I mean, I don't mind Cheez-Its, but I get kind of bored with them, but these add a little bit of zest to it. If Cheez-Its to me as a regular snack would be a six, I'd put these at an eight. And I know I'm kind of hitting that number a lot lately, but oh, you know what? And I just remembered the flavors that I had down there were cheeseburger and nacho. And these beat those hands down. I'm not surprised at all that these won. So, Oh, wow. Cheeseburger sounds intriguing. I was a big fan of the late night cheeseburger Dorito. You know what these have an element of? If you've Have you had pizza combos before? Yeah. The seasoning tastes a bit similar to the pizza combo seasoning, but just translated to a Cheez-It. These, to me, these are the ultimate Cheez-It. These are a 10 out of 10. I'm already a big Cheez-It fan. I always go back and forth between regular cheddar, white cheddar. They're in the 9.9 to 9.5 category. These are a perfect score. These are 10. I don't think they could have executed this cheese pizza flavor better than they have. There's nothing here that I dislike about it. They nailed it. I hope that these become a staple of the arsenal. You heard what we thought of these cheese pizza Cheez-Its. But what do a first grader and a second grader have to say about them? MSG, we have Snackmaster Dill and Snackmaster Liv to give us their take. Roll the tape! I'm here with Snackmaster Liv and Snackmaster Dill. Snackmaster Liv, what grade are you in? First grade. Snackmaster Dill, what grade are you in? Second grade! Second grade. Wow. <laughs> so you guys probably eat a lot of different snacks at school, right? Yeah! yeah. What do you guys usually bring to school in your lunchbox? I usually bring some, like, a berry, granola bar, and So, mostly healthy stuff? Yeah. Healthy stuff. What about you? I usually bring, like, healthy rice rollers to school. Well, you guys have the same mom, right? Uh, Sister of Snack Master, so that would make sense. What do other kids eat at school, though? What's, oh, what, for, oh, like, junk food, what's a oh, popular Oh, I know, snack? I know. It Most popular... Probably, I would say, goldfish. Goldfish, really popular. My friend Emily H.C. brought sour cream goldfish. Sour cream goldfish. Were they good? I haven't tasted them. So it's cheese it's still very popular. Uh, yeah, 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 reg yeah, Regular yeah. Cheez-Its, or people get the, the crazy no, new flavors? No, lots of crazy new crazy flavors. flavors. Never the pizza. They never had the pizza. Well, those are the ones we're bringing in today. But do you guys like Cheez-Its? Yeah. yeah. Do you like cheese pizza? Yeah. yeah. Well, Cheez-It, the crazy people at Cheez-It, they got together and they combined the two flavors. So these Yay! are the new cheese pizza Cheez-Its. Here's some for you, Snackmaster Liv. Here's some for you, Snackmaster Dill. Give them a once-over. Give them a taste. Oh, hold on. Let's give one to Snackmaster 3. You're welcome. Yum. Yum. You like Yum. them so far? Mmm. Yep. Yeah. The seasoning they put on it is really good. Yeah. It's not too salty, not too pizza. Not too pizza y? Yeah. Just pizza y enough? Yeah. Would you get them again? If my mom ever lets me to. Yeah. I might have to sneak them into you as the bad influence uncle. If you had to give them a score, what would you give these overall? Oh, um. What's the highest score you can get? Well, 10 out of 10 is the highest. One's the lowest. Um, 100. 
Oh, wow. I give it at least an eight. An eight? Yeah. Not the greatest snack ever, but really good. You, you'd eat yeah, it's like a weird, fruit. it's like a weird combo. And once I heard that, now they're making this crazy flavor of goldfish, hamburger, ketchup, and mustard. Oh, they have that? Yeah, no. I think because my friend Max and in my class, I think he said that he has the um same goldfish. Has he had booger goldfish yet? Oh Is no, there... just I'm out. I bye bye. <laughs> See ya. Is there booger goldfish. Bye bye. Wow, so they were big fans, just like we were. It hits all ages. Get those cheese, pizza, Cheez-Its. So MSG, we've been doing a lot of name brand snacks, though. We've been doing the Cheez-Its, we've been doing the Oreos. So, to save a couple bucks, like we all want to do, we all have family, and sometimes you don't want to go for the big name brand. So today, <laughs> we got the cool Cheez-It, but we also got some generics. The first one I got here is Baker's Harvest. This is from Dollar Tree. This is Dollar Tree's version of a Cheez-It. And it's Baker's Harvest Cheese Crackers, naturally flavored, original, made with real cheese. The box, very Spartan, very simple, like a, like a typical dollar store box. You don't get any of that non-GMO or anything fancy like that. It's 130 calories, 4.5 grams of fat. You're looking at 3 grams of protein, 2 grams of sugar. You do get 32 crackers per a serving. Well, I want to eat 32 of these generic dollar store Cheez-Its, though. Let's take a look at what's in the box. They smell similar to Cheez-Its, if not a little bit more muted. I mean, Cheez-Its have a, their own sort of distinct palette of flavor and color and smell. These are going for it. They're going for the shape. Kind of got the smell. They've got a bit of a cheese powder on them, which a regular Cheez-It doesn't. That's one of the things I like about a regular Cheez-It. But let's check it out. Let's see what the crunch factor is. Let's see if these hold up. And let's see if instead of spending four bucks to Sunshine over here, you can spend one dollar at your Dollar Tree and your family will be just as happy. And you know what you can do? You can do what, you know, I used to do with the alcohol. You keep a couple of nice <laughs> bottles of vodka around or something, right? And when you finish them, then you pour the off in there. And with these, so your kids don't complain you got the generic, keep like a real cheese in a box when you buy cheeses and then just replace it with the bag from the generic cheese. It's they'll never know the difference or will they? Let me try it out. Hmm. No. My clever plan. My clever plan. <coughs> can't work. And like like with vodka, you can't just pour cranberry juice on top of these and mask the uh, the cheap flavor. It's not so much that these are cheap. It's just that a Cheez-It is a very sort of distinct thing for a very common cracker. It has its own its own thing. It's got its own cult of personality. These are, they're going for it, but it, it doesn't work. The cookie is too dry. The center of it, where the Cheez-It is kind of flat and there's a bit of thickness to it, these kind of just break up into very dry shards that get in your mouth. You know, that's the initial impression, because I, I just ate Cheez-Its too. I, I could, I think that if you were to pour like a bowl of these or like portion out of serving the 32 crackers and go to the couch, I think you could get into these and I think you can get by on these. They're not, I don't know, they're not god awful. You know, these will definitely be finished. These are a six out of 10 cracker. They are no replacement for Cheez-Its. Are Cheez-Its four times better? Uh, maybe, depends on how much you like Cheez-Its, but I, I don't think these cheese crackers are terrible. Like I said, six out of 10. I'll finish the box and yeah, if I'm feeling like it, I'm in the dollar store, I got a buck, I might get them again. What did you get today to save our customers some money in their wallet? Well, I picked up the Signature Kitchens brand, which was right next to the Cheez-Its display there at, at um, Albertsons. But I think they're out of 
based out of Boise. So anyhow, they came up with their version of it called Cheese Bites, and these are white cheddar flavor. They didn't have, this is the only variety that they had. They didn't have plain, they didn't have anything extravagant. They had white cheddar brand. So, you know, these these are pretty good, actually. Uh, I was surprised because, like you said, for as plain as cheeses are, it seems to be, you know, quite a bit of variance in the, you know, the consistency and the flavor um, when you get into other brands. But these are a little bit, I think they're a little bit airier, if I can, a little bit lighter than a regular cheese. It's not as dense. You do get the seasoning all over your fingers. It's this white powdery stuff, so careful to wipe that off if you're going to go see your boss or something like that, but you will get white powder everywhere. Um, the, the, the taste is pretty good, though. Um, it's a nice... What it kind of reminds me of is um, like the, if you dipped your finger in the powder of Kraft macaroni and cheese, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it really concentrated like that? That's very salty. No, it's it's not like they, you know, completely coated it in that, but it just kind of lightly dusted with that. It's just kind of that flavor. Um, not nearly as good as the, the cheese pizza flavored ones. So I'd put these at about a four. I got one more here. These ones, too. The, and now that I'm looking at them a little bit more, uh, these might not necessarily be going after the cheese it so much as it's going after the goldfish. <laughs> these are... That's not Stouffer's, that's sta- Staffers, S-T-A-U-F-F-E-R-S. It's not Stouffer's, it's Staffers. It's like a bogus, bo- they make stuffing too? <laughs> hey mom, you got Staffers, this isn't Stouffer's. <laughs> I can tell you just switch boxes again. <laughs> Pulled it dad. Anyways, these are st- Stouffer's Wales, baked cheese cracker, cheddar cheese, made with the real cheddar cheese, zero grams of fat, no high fructose toast corn syrup no artificial flavors or colors it's got a whale surfing on a surfboard and yeah these are shaped like whales well of a snack they are 34 crackers per serving 140 calories five grams of fat three grams of protein all right let's give these a try let's see what the crunch factor is on our whales oh wait this is a broken one that's not fair let's try this one um yeah, these aren't trying to do the cheesy thing. These are definitely going for the goldfish market. And kind of like how the other ones were sort of like Cheez-Its, but you could tell they were dollar store Cheez-Its. These are sort of like goldfish, but you can tell that they're dollar store goldfish. They um, There's a certain distinction. You mentioned it on the Cheez-It. The, the Cheez-It has a certain density to it. And I think that's the biggest thing that throws you off, even more than the flavor when you buy some of these off-brand ones. It's just not the right consistency. These don't have the right airiness that a goldfish would have. The cheese flavor is okay. It's just that some of these flavors are so archetypal to, I guess, your snack profile, right? Like the cheese, it is so distinct. The goldfish is so distinct that it's hard for one of these interlopers to just come into your cupboard and and make a home in your mouth. These whales, they disappoint me. I do not think I would get them again. I mean, a dollar, the dollar's a good price, but these, these more so than the, the knockoff cheese it, which I said were doable. These, I don't really think are. I don't think they're a fair replacement. I'm going to give them a five out of 10. Great value for your dollar. This box will not go to waste. But next time I'm in the dollar store, I probably will not be picking up another box of whales, unless, of course, someone in the house really adores these things. Yeah, it just kind of makes me wonder if you. If you brought those to lunch as a kid and you just hope nobody noticed they weren't actually goldfish or they'd be like, oh, look at you, you know, whales, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, nine inch whales. (laughs) (laughs) 
That would have been a good one. That's the dollar store Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Whales. Ang- angry songs about the uh, ecosystem. Do people want to still save the whales? I want to save the whales. But they even made, like, in the 80s, the rainforest and the ozone and the whales were really big things and really drilled into our, into our heads. We don't really talk about the ozone layer anymore. Do we, do we still talk about the whales? I know they I probably need saving, but has there been a big spill lately? No, I, I, I don't know if they're just keeping them under wraps now or what, but uh, that cause seems to have gone by the wayside. Still got Greenpeace out there, right? They're still shooting people with fire hoses on the high seas. I imagine they are. Or they get chased off by the Somalis. <laughs> did you get any more? Uh, did you get any more generic Cheez-Its? Oodle, woodle, dot, dot. She's going to give me top, top. No, that's, that's, that's all right. Hey, is acid rain still a thing? I don't know. I remember hearing about it as a kid, like being really freaked out and scared of it. But, you know, maybe we fixed those problems too, or else I don't know. Killer bees from Mexico? That's another one. Now everybody wants to save bees and, you know, you get, you know. Well, yeah, they're like the, there's, there's not enough bees, right? But they used to say the killer bees were going to come up from Mexico and they're going to be, you know, in New York City anytime now. <laughs> well, I mean, that was like 35 years ago and they're not here yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got stung by one. I didn't know they'd even moved in. Nice. No, I took mine and uh, I waited till night and uh, I took some of that um, spray foam and uh, spray. There, there's only one entry point on these particular nests, so I sprayed some foam in there so they couldn't fly out. And then I wrapped the branch in a plastic bag and cut off the branch on either side so that the nest was inside the plastic bag, tied it up, went and put it in the freezer. And that uh, overnight killed all the wasps, and my kid was able to take it to school to show his class this really big, nice, intact paper wasp nest. You're like the jigsaw of wasp fighting dads. What the hell? <laughs> Lock them in there, put them in a bag in the freezer. Oh, well. wow. Bees, you have done some bad things in your life. You can make up for it with this sacrifice. We're Snackmasters, Inc. You can find this episode and all of our old ones at snackmastersinc.com. We're also now on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts are heard around the world. We're on Instagram if you want to see all the food photos from this episode, mini reviews, and videos. Speaking of videos, we've got a YouTube channel, at Snackmasters Inc. We're also on the Twitter, (laughs) at Snackmasters Inc. And if you want Marty to torture any bugs in your backyard, Snackmasters Inc. at gmail.com. So, buddy, another dream comes true. I know I wanted... This cola Oreo we talked about at last episode. And that lady happened to be from Reseda, home to Daniel LaRusso. And the show we're going to be closing out talking about, it's Cobra Kai. Here's the trailer. Fighting positions. I just don't know why you'd ever want to bring back Cobra Kai. We do not train to be merciful here. Mercy is for the weak. You may know the moves, but none of that matters unless you have balance. Are you ready to learn the way of the fist? Yes, Sensei! Johnny, you and I, this, we aren't done.
All right, so this came out on YouTube Red. I never had YouTube Red before. They always bug you to use it, and I think they've been increasing the number of commercials you get to get to a Hulu level of annoyance to make you cross over. I watched the first two episodes of Cobra Kai, love them so much that I did sign up for my free YouTube Red trial. Have you? Are, first of all, are you a Karate Kid fan? Yeah, I watched. Uh, I watched all the movies. I didn't watch the newest one with uh, Smith with the girl. Yeah, no, I didn't see that one. But uh, Hillary Swank. No, I watched the three. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> the trilogy, right? The original trilogy. Yeah, yeah, I was all about it when I was a kid. I mean, the first one is legitimately a good movie. It's directed by the guy who directed Rocky. It's got a killer soundtrack for the time. Daniel Russo, Ralph Macchio, perfectly cast. Zabka did a great job as the Cobra Kai. Martin Cove did a fantastic job as the Sensei John Kreese. And of course, Pat Morita, his transition from being the dude from, what was he on, like the love boat or something? Kind of a joke comedic character to this wise, (laughs) all-knowing sensei. Now, he's dead, unfortunately, but they did carry through with this series. And first, oh, she mentioned too, the Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid is in my top 20 favorite films of all time. Karate Kid 3 is probably in my top 20 good, awful films of all time. And Karate Kid 2 is just kind of forgettable, right? The one It seems like uh, like, an, like one of those episodes they have on sitcoms where they don't know what to do with the cast, so they send them on a trip, right? <laughs> yeah. Which is weird because it's a movie. Like, it's a movie. You don't have to make that episode because you have to make 30 episodes a season. But they turned it into a movie. It did have that one thing, though, where Karate Chops the Ice and Chosen. Chosen was pretty, uh, it's pretty bad. Remember Mike Barnes? Russo's like all fat in Karate Kid 3, too. It's hilarious. He's got a big butt. He's always tucking his shirt in to accentuate it. And then uh, the, the guy, who, the guy, the evil sensei who trains him. Hey. Hey, I like that. Oh, I like that, Johnny. I'm going to use that. <laughs> the show retcons all this stuff. It doesn't care about what happened in Karate Kid 3. Then the show sort of takes off in the future. And now... Daniel LaRusso is a big car dealership mogul in the area. You watched the show. What did you think of it? Did you watch the whole thing? No, no. I Just because of time constraints, I watched the first two episodes and yeah, they're pretty good. I think, it, I mean, it, it, it's funny to me because they, there was an era where, you know, the good guys wore white and the bad guys wore black hats and, you know, it was, it was real defined, but we've kind of transitioned into where characters are a little more relatable. Nobody's perfect. Um, nobody's all evil. All They tried to kind of paint uh, Johnny as this bum kind of loser. And, you know, he had a pretty rough couple of days, I thought, you know, he's probably coping the best he can. You know, it kind of shows him in a, in a different light. You, you kind of sympathize with the bad guy there, and then you know you see Danny's kind of a kind of a tool. You know, they they just made him more relatable. Like he's got this crappy kid that he just kind of you know leaves him be playing video games all the time or whatever. And a couple of flawed characters. I I, I like that part. But if, what's funny to me is that that tournament. I don't. I've never been to a karate tournament, but apparently that like shaped the paths of these two guys' lives. Like that was the the pivotal point in their whole existence was this karate tournament. You know. I think so, but I think you might be missing a slight point here, and that is that the original Karate Kid is a movie about fatherhood. It's a movie about boys without fathers. They don't get into Johnny's home life in the original Karate Kid, but they do Daniel. You get to go to his house. He doesn't He doesn't have a dad. Mr. Miyagi becomes his de facto father, Sensei. What we learn in this series is that Zabka had a similar thing. He had, had a he was latchkey kid, father, rich father who didn't care. John Kreese became his Sensei. So the bad teaching by these two Senseis is what forged them. This series keeps that theme of fatherhood, which I think is magnificent. And I don't want to give away any spoilers or anything, but there's two new students that come up in this series. There's Miguel and Rob. 
and there's Daniel and there's Zapka. And, you know, it's look, the show's not it's not about being completely unpredictable. You you can kind of see some things coming that are going to happen. But what it, what you would like about it is it still has that charming, endearing quality that the original Karate Kid had. It has a knowing tone. It definitely breaks the fourth wall in how it references itself and its characters, but I didn't think it did it in an annoying way. And I think it knew when to be kind of serious in the plot and when to allow the jokes to come in. And it really took like the modern template of this story and used the, the sort of old school 80s theme that Rocky and of course Karate Kid helped forge. Yeah, I think, like I said, you've got you've got eight more episodes under your belt than I do. So I didn't get into seeing how uh, Johnny grew up and all that stuff. But uh, I was surprised at, at how much I liked the show. I didn't. I wasn't sure that I would. Are you going to sign up for your free trial of YouTube Red to catch the last eight? Uh, tough call. I, mm, I I don't like the pressure that they. I got a lot of pressure from Sirius when they thought I signed up for it, and all I did was like sink my phone in my car. <laughs> I'll tell you this much: when season two comes out, I will pay. YouTube Red, the kind of steep $12.99 that they ask per season. They're more expensive than anybody right now. And what the hell is YouTube Red? Another subscription-based service. I don't even know what else is on there. (laughs) And I'll tell you, it's got a lot of views. It's got 20, 30 million views for the first episode. I'd like to see it become a hit and take off. I was a big fan. I give the show a solid 9 out of 10. Wow. What if Danny was a real bad guy or something? So... You know, and if you watch the movie, Daniel instigates a lot of these fights. Like, nobody bothered this kid for months, right? He got thrown down the hill at the karate studio, but nobody bothered him for, for months on end. And then at a Halloween party, for some reason, he decides to stick a freaking hose on top of Johnny's head. And then he tries to play victim after he gets his butt kicked. That's one of my favorite scenes in cinema, though, is just Daniel being chased by them dressed as skeletons as he's climbing over those fences. <laughs> and he's wearing like a shower thing. <laughs> yeah, and like no surrenders playing in the back, and he's got the charger shirt on, and they're just they eventually catch him. It's 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 awesome. It's such an iconic scene. The director of that, he did such a good job. It's amazing to think he also did Karate Kid Part Three, because that movie is like the Karate Kid could be so stupid, right? The idea could be so dumb if not done well and done delicately. And it was. It was executed flawlessly. Well, if you did make it dumb and you didn't execute it flawlessly, you would have Karate Kid Three, which oddly enough was made by the same exact people who made Karate Kid One. <laughs> I don't know, man. Crane, kick us out of here, Snackmaster Jr. Welcome to my Unicron. Who's Unicron? I say yes. I have summoned you here for the purpose. Okay. This is my command. You are to destroy the Autobot Matrix of leadership. Mm-hmm. The only thing. Stand in my way. This is a good way for that baby. Exaggerate. Your bargaining posture is highly dubious. No, it bosses the world. Excellent. To Snack Master! You'll be snacking with the Snack Master!